Welcome to the broadcast podcast, everybody. This is our new lighting setup. My name is Nazar Sayed. With me always is my co-host, Ahmed Bashar. Yes, and what I was talking about with the lighting setup was that we just got a big-ass uh, softbox in front of our face. And I might say, look, it's probably the best we've ever looked. Yeah. And if you're listening to us on the aud- the audio platforms, then come check us out on YouTube because we're looking beautiful today. I agree. It's It's been uh, something that we're trying to like work on, which is quality. Yeah. Invest, um, invest in the best... I guess like yeah. that's the that's the motto. Trying to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be on this podcast. Yeah, what are we talking about today? Uh, I think today. So what we've been like meaning to talk about for a very long time is um, Sean Mendes. Yes, this is one hundred percent a clout chasing, <laughs> clout chasing podcast where yeah. we kind of were looking for a way to talk about Sean. Yeah, in a way that didn't make us sound pretentious. Because, um, full disclosure, we went to school with Sean Mendes, yeah, and that's just a fact. Like you can't change that, right? Mm-hmm. That's just something that we did, and it's always interesting to see someone who you used to be in gym class with, yeah, to now like you know open up the Grammys and sell like millions of albums and play with John Mayer, do, stu- do stadium tours, do stadium tours, right? And I guess the we got the advantage, we got the opportunity to do that, yeah, when his documentary came out. Last week. And his album's coming out as well. So yeah, this Friday. Uh, we're recording this on the 2nd of December. I don't know when this is going to come out. But mm-hmm. if his album is already out, then I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. And if it's I'm not... looking forward to it. Right? And if it's if, if I post it before the 4th, then fingers crossed. So yeah, that's what we wanted to talk about. Basically, yeah. uh, witnessing Shawn Mendes' rise in front of our eyes. Um, yeah. And like the documentary is a great example of how that yeah. happened. Like it was just... I loved seeing like every single thing from like the start to the stadium tour in Rogers Center, which I had tickets to, just by the way, didn't go, had to sell them off, but it was very close. And then just seeing all of that in the span of like four or five years, which is insane. Because I think what happens is that sometimes, well, because it's weird because I think of Sean Mendes as just Sean from high school, right? Yeah. But in reality, he's one of the biggest artists in the world right now. Yeah. So I think because for us, he's Sean, we sometimes forget the magnitude of his success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is one of the biggest artists in the world right now. Uh, you know, he's doing massive things. And that's what we wanted to talk about, his meteoric rise. Yeah. Um, and us witnessing- Mediocre rise? Meteoric. Oh, meteoric rise. Okay. Not a mediocre. He's, he's a great artist. <laughs> he is. He's good. He's very good. I, and I'm not just saying that because he's a fellow Pickering man. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fellow Pine Ridge Puma. Yeah. But um, yeah, we have some notes down. Yeah. Right. Let's start with the beginning. Mm-hmm. How did you get introduced to Sean Mendes? Because I had no idea who he was. Um, You just, for me, it was more like you just came home one day and you were like, yo, this kid, Sean Mendes, is going to be the next Justin Bieber. Yeah. He's in my school. He goes to gym class with me and he sings. I'm like, every other cartoon on YouTube is going to be the next Justin Bieber. Give me a break. Yeah. Next summer, Stages comes out, blows everybody out of the park. Yeah. I don't, not even think, yeah, Stages next summer, but yeah. his album came out, like he got signed and everything yeah. within the next six months. Yeah. And it's so fitting that we're talking about this right now because around six years since 
I told you that. Yeah. He just has a song out with Justin Bieber. That's called Monster. Exactly. That's the that's the really weird part about Fate. Like yeah. you were like, he's the next Bieber. And what did he say to that when you told him that? So yeah. So you know, my first interaction with Sean, I didn't know how big he was. Um until you know so we were in the same gym class this was like yeah. back in grade 10 so i'm talking about like january of 2014 so yeah. we're still new to canada we're, it's it's been barely a year since yeah. we've been in canada barely a year so we're still like coming off of our fobby um <laughs> stuff <laughs> so um yeah that's so i that's when i came across him and then um somehow i kind of i find out that this guy's famous like he does so did you on, know he was famous when you met him not really. I couldn't tell because everybody treats him like he's just normal. Yeah. And even when he was famous, like he got, he used to like get millions of views on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Nobody would really kind of bat an eye in high yeah, school. Yeah, especially in high school. Like nobody gave yeah. a shit about Sean Mendes. Like he would be like walking to, in the hallways and it's like, it's whatever. You know? Yeah, like, I feel like people in Pickering, especially Pine Ridge, yeah. went out of their way to show how much they didn't care. Yeah. And that's still the case today. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw the documentary and I saw Pine Ridge and I saw Pickering and mm-hmm. I saw him like literally like being like, yo, Pickering is amazing. This is what we talk mm-hmm. about when we're talking about Pickering. And I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, Sean. But like when you tweet that out or you talk about it on social media, it's uncool. And I don't I don't get that. Yeah, no, I think for me or for both of us, it's been like, you know, we, we take full ownership of Sean. Oh, yeah. Uh, we went to the same high school. Totally. We Support often that use that as clout. I've, I've used that as clout. <laughs> I had a case a competition icebreaker. in January and uh, one of the questions that they asked as an icebreaker was, what's the most streamed song of 2019 on Spotify? Yeah. And I did not know this, but Shawn Mendes' song, Senorita, yeah. featuring Camila Cabello, was the most streamed song. Yeah, what, 1.1, 1.2 yeah. billion views. So I took that, that opportunity to make sure everybody knew yeah. that I went to high school with him. And I, ju- just as a proof, I always have my selfie with him that I took <laughs> at graduation yeah. out. So I'm like, you know, here, here. And you... Okay, again, you're finishing your story with yeah. um with Mendez. You met him in gym class. I met him in gym class, and I didn't know how famous he was. And then, um, my birthday came around. Yeah. And one of our mutual friends wished me, and Sean. I don't know why. I think he recognized me. He followed me. Yeah. And once he followed me, I started gaining random followers. Yeah. Like I gained like I think 100 or 200 followers in like a month that he followed me. Yeah. I clicked on his profile and he had like over half a million followers. At the time. At the time. And then I kind of started looking into it and then I found out, okay, this guy does Vine, seven second videos where he sings. Uh, he does YouTube covers that have hundreds of thousands of hits. Um, and he's also part of this group of these young teenage guys called MacCon, which is like meet and greet convention. Uh, so he currently has 57.6 million. Yeah. So back then he had like half a million. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and what actually surprised me, like the magnitude of his success was one of my friends in Pakistan, she used to like tweet about Sean, like, Hey, Sean noticed me. And I was like, what you, you know, this guy He's like, of course I know this Do you guy. Want to name dropper? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, me and her were close friends. So, yeah. um, I, and I was like, okay, what if I told you that I am, I'm in the same gym class as him and I see him every single day. And he's like, no way. What? And um, that's when I took my first picture with him. It was kind of awkward because, you know, we were in gym class and nobody does that, you know. So you, what did you, you went up to him and you were like, Sean, can I have a picture? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, for sure, man, definitely. And then so I took the picture. I look hideous in that picture. I don't we're going to put it up. We're, we're going to put it up. We're going to put it up. I look hideous, but <laughs> what's just, can you blur my face out? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but what I wanted to do was I wanted to like get him to like say happy birthday to my friend, but mm-hmm. that we never got around to that. 
But um, yeah, my interaction with him in gym class was he was so down to earth. He was so humble. Um, yeah. And uh, me and him got talking around once and, and he found out that I just, I'm new to Canada. And so he wanted to like know a lot about my background and where I'm from. And he was very shocked. And this is something that we both get very often yeah. is how are we new to Canada from Pakistan and we, we don't have, have we don't have an we accent. have this accent like yeah we, for for people here we don't have an accent but for people back home or from people anywhere else we're like yeah. oh you have a proper English accent yeah and we're like uh, I don't know yeah <laughs> it's so I think their, their concept of of like Pakistan and Karachi is what they see in like Call of Duty okay or what yeah. they see of like what they very heard. it's a very fobby like the, the, I mean there is to some extent that is very true yeah like, that exists. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we're privileged enough to be like, okay, yeah, we we went to a good school. We have the right amount of education, exposure to like Western culture yeah. to not have that Fabi accent. Yeah. But, so, I mean, getting back to it. Um, and, and this was like same time, like when we were in gym class that whole semester, I think he just, he, his success and it, the, the amount of viewerships he used to get on his uh, covers that he used to do yeah. uh, just skyrocketed. I remember one day he came in um, and the night before he posted um a cover. It was Give Me Love by um, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, yeah. And that has like 5 million views now, but it got like a few hundred thousand views, which was a huge deal. I remember that. For a high school kid in Pickering, Ontario. I remember you showing me that because I was like, whatever. Yeah. What is this all about? And then you showed me the video and he had like 450,000 views on that. And I was like, that's huge. Yeah. And that's when he came into my radar. Mm -hmm. So then after that, like I started like noticing him in school and he was very down to earth. He'd be in like drama class mostly at the gym, at the auditorium. I've heard, and I've heard this from you, that you guys have shared journals. Okay. See, that's the thing. Now this is the (laughs) scoop that E-Magazine is looking for. Mm -hmm. Grade, I was in grade 11. You guys were in grade nine or 10 at the time, or maybe I was in 12. And so this was his last year in high school. And uh, Miss Dwart's class, Mm -hmm. that was the floor that had the bathroom. And he was, I think, in computer class or whatever. And so 9.40 a.m. was like, I had to go to that to the washroom at that time. Mm-hmm. That was my time to pee. Like, you could do nothing. I, I can't totally We, we it. get it. We, we have it. to go. We get it. Right? So at 9.35, my mom was like, Mr. Watt, can I go to the bathroom? And she was very accommodating. She was like, yeah, go ahead. Every day for one whole semester, 16, 17 weeks, Sean Mendez and I went at the bathroom at the same time on the second floor of the old wing. I'm not sure if many people can say that. And so, I mean, it's a very exclusive experience. And so and he, we used to go to the bathroom together. And I doubt he was already on my radar at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I would be on the cubicle and he'd be at the urinal. And it would just be the two of us every single day. And he'd be humming or singing or yeah. he'd just be like, hey, brother, what's up? You know, as we're washing yeah, your hands. He, he, very he nice used to dude. say that a lot. Yeah, He used to, he used to every guy, like he'd be like, mm-hmm. salutations, how, how are you? Yeah, And I'd be like, okay, cool dude, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that was the last semester he was in school. That was the last semester right? that he was that in was last semester. I never saw him after that. I didn't see him after that either. Yeah. And that summer, Stitches came out and just- Life of the Party, his, his whole Life album of the Party came out, came out first. Yeah. And everybody was like, like, that's how I was like, okay, this is a good song. Yeah. This is not like some weirdo, mm-hmm. pop trashy person. This is actually someone yeah. who's legitimately good. And then as he started writing his own material, one album, two albums, three albums, four albums in now. Yeah. We're like- he this is gonna sound cringy, but uh, like one of the days in in uh, in gym class where, because our gym teacher was he was a basketball coach, yeah. So he was out with the team, so uh, we weren't we were sent to like study hall where yeah. we used to like do assignments and stuff. Yeah. So me and Sean were there, and we were just talking, and I was like, Sean, do you think you're gonna be the next Justin Bieber? And he's like, No, I'm gonna be the first Sean Mendes. 
kind of cringy, kind of cliched, but you know, I think. I mean, he just dropped a song with, Sean, with Justin Bieber last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Monster. He is the first Sean Mendes. Yeah. That's the truth. And yeah. He made it. Like the kid made it. I, I have. That's why, I mean, the whole point of this background was not to like gloat, which is kind of, mm-hmm. we kind of are, but whatever. But it was just to see like the humble beginnings of the guy. Like the documentary and he shows. He was very it, confident. That's the thing now. If he, he, because if you believed in himself, hmm. and that's the key, people take for granted the power of self-belief. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I knew about him early on when you told me that Justin Bieber story, right? Yeah. And when he started touring on his own, like he's 15, 16 year old kid. He has like four songs out, but he's out there with a guitar mm-hmm. singing his heart out, right? Exactly how uh, Ed Sheeran did it. Look where they are now. Yeah. I mean, you, have, used, you need that. He used to cover songs of Ed Sheeran and now Ed Sheeran helps him write songs. Yeah. Falling All in, All in You. One of his best songs, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's a great song. Written by Ed Sheeran. Written by Ed Sheeran. And that's the, the thing is, everything that he aspired to be, he crushed. He yeah. wanted to be the next mayor, left him in the, like, he's bigger than mayor mm-hmm. for our generation. He wanted to be the next Ed Sheeran. Some would argue that he's bigger than Ed Sheeran. Some would argue that he's there. Some yeah. would argue that he's not. He's going to get there. But he's surpassed every goal that he probably had in his head because of his talent and self-belief. Yeah. And it was really humbling to see in his documentary that he still had anxiety and like self-doubt and yeah. all that stuff. Like that's a part of an artist's journey. Mm-hmm. But that that conviction that I will make it no matter what, there is no back, like there is no backup, there is no safety net. That's what he says I in love the, the documentary as well, which is, you know, I, I, like, I like that he said that. Is that, you know, when people sometimes ask him, uh, what, what would you be doing if you weren't an artist? And yeah. he says, I don't know because this is what I wanted to do. This was what I was born to do. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Miss Parker for giving him that, yeah. that confidence, man. Like, because... Uh, I, I had Miss Parker as my leadership teacher uh, for the first time that the leadership course was offered in, yeah. in grade 10. Um, and How Sean, was she? I never had She her. was so nice. She would be so supportive of everything. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the best like uh, courses that I took all in, in all of high school. Yeah. It really like helped my public speaking and, and boosted up my confidence. See, that's the thing. Good teachers like that, supportive teachers like mm-hmm. that, they have a lasting impact. Yeah. Shout out to Miss Lewis who helped my writing career. Like she told me, you need to write. Mm-hmm. Like you're good. You have potential. Do the work. Put in the words. You're going to be yeah. great. And when I my book came out, I went to Miss Lewis. I was like, Miss Lewis, I want to give you a signed copy. Sometimes like high school teachers underestimate like the, the power and impact that they, they oh, can yeah, have. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, and sometimes the students underestimate, underestimate the impact and power that high school teachers have yeah. as well. Because we're just like, we just want to get through this. It's yeah. uncomfortable. My skin is breaking out. I don't want to mm-hmm. be here. But there's value there that yeah. you're missing out if you don't you know, pay attention to it. Yeah. All right. So Stitches comes out. He's astronomical. He's not coming to high school anymore. There's always rumors that he's in Pickering, but he's never in Pickering. And um, cut to your graduation of high school. What happens? Yeah, I mean, so since he never like completed school after grade 10, uh, yeah. we weren't really sure if he would you know, show up to your graduation. Show up to our graduation. But turns out Pine Ridge gave him like a honorary, honorary diploma, yeah. which I think is, is great for Pine Ridge's clout. If you go on Wikipedia, it says he graduated from Pine Ridge. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Pine Ridge's um, principal, like the main office, there's his plaque is over yeah, there. Yeah, his plaque is over there. And so I went there for my CD sign, for my book signing and I was like, where's my plaque? I sold a few hundred <laughs> copies of my book. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> so our my high school graduation was June 2016. Yeah. And when I got there, I, I saw him. And the biggest shock to my core was when I saw him, I was like, 
and I went to say hi, and he's like, "Hey, Ame, what's up?" And I was like, "What? He remembers my name? Yeah, my name." And that's the thing. He that's surprising because he's by the time he was such a big artist. Yeah, his second album was about to drop that fall, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe very close to it. Illuminate, th- illuminate. Yeah, I think Treat Your Better was already out, mm-hmm. and. He was already like Sean Mendes. Yeah. He was headlining the shows. He mm-hmm. wasn't opening for Taylor Swift anymore. Yeah. He was doing his own thing. Yeah. This guy was humbled enough and like down to earth enough to know that. He's like, hey, Ahmed, what's up? Were. And then he was like, uh, how are things for you in Canada now? Are you adapted to the winter? Uh, so he remembered that I'm, I'm, I'm new, new to the country. Uh, and we had a good like a minute, minute and a half conversation. He was kind enough uh, to take a picture with me. Yeah. Um, and he was like taking pictures with literally everybody who wanted That's to take the thing. a picture. Now, I was looking... I was supposed to go out and get water for someone. I remember mm-hmm. this very... Do you remember this? Yes. Do you hear about this? So I was supposed. I was out on a quest, right? And I came out of the building and I saw... It was a thing, Scarborough Convention Center or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everybody was... Like, there was a whole like group of people outside the thing and Sean was there and he was very humble and very nice taking pictures with everyone. His parents were right behind him. His sister was there. And like he took time and took pictures with everyone. And I, I was like, I think I'm going to take a picture with Sean Mendes. Like he's so the coolest So you left kid. your quest to take a picture. I left my quest, which potentially could have harmed someone's health. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they'll survive. Mm-hmm. I went and I took a picture with Sean. I congratulated him. I congratulated his mom. I was like, you guys, yeah. great. Congratulations. You're a big boy now. Go out and make great music. And I think since then he's just been able to, you know, top himself. Like he, I think 2017 he did like an arena tour. Yeah, and I take full credit for that. Um, <laughs> okay, so and he he did like shows at the Air Canada Center, Madison Square Garden. He has an album from that on Spotify, live album. Yeah. Um. So those are itself massive, massive achievements, right? Yeah. Because I think if you look at Shawn Mendes as a case study. Um, there's hardly any artists out there like him. No, like maybe the, you can say Billie Eilish. Yes, um, well, is getting yes. on that level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it, Sean was lucky enough. Sean has no Grammys though. Billie has, Billie has five. She has five. Um, and I think Sean was lucky enough that you know Justin Bieber was able to pave the way so that he could, he, he was able minister. to you know see Justin's life and not make the same mistakes that he that he made yeah. while growing up. Exactly, and that's so. F- like the dichotomy of that is so interesting to me now mm-hmm. that they have uh, that they're singing on the same song about mm-hmm. fame and and torture and and th- that misfortune of being famous. Yeah, I think it's very interesting to me. Um, so do you want to get another documentary? I mean, we kind of touched over it, yeah. a little bit already. Um, what did you think about it? In wonder, I thought it was. I was very moved by it. Uh, right. And does that have to do with you being from Pickering and seeing Pickering and Whitby and yeah. Toronto and all I that? I mean, like knowing that somebody from our t- our small town uh, yeah. is able to make it, um, and to see the magnitude of you know his success and and what he's what he's achieved. Yeah. Uh, same. Same. For me, when I saw it, I was moved ex- precisely for those reasons. Yeah. Um, for someone trying to make it into the arts, myself, I was like. Does it happen to people yeah. like us? I've only been moved by like two people, like moved in an ins- inspirational way. Like, mm-hmm. of course, Mary moves me all the time. Yeah. Ed Sheeran, a really good Fitzgerald book, Hemingway short stories. But like when I met Jan Martel, who was the first real writer, the author of uh, author of Life of Pi, first real writer, author person I met, I was like, wait, you exist. This is something that actually people do that is not out of my circumference of like life. That moved me a lot. And when I met Mendes mm-hmm. and then seeing his astronomical rise and being like, this kid used to play cricket with my brother in gym class. 
And now he sold out Rogers Arena, Rogers yeah. Center. Yeah. 55,000 people. That's what Coldplay sold out. I was very happy for him. But at the same time, I, I felt this like weird sense of um, relatability with him where we want to be whatever, what Sean wants, what, what Sean wants and has. And at the same time, he just wants, wants to be, what we have. Yeah. He wants to have a normal life where he can, you know, just uh, chill out. Chill man. out. That's what I, that's what I felt at the graduation at, when everybody was hoarding him and like, including myself, like I'm guilty of this. But then he wanted to like just chill with his family. His family had to be really understanding as well. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know what, to do your thing and then we'll we'll move on from there. But that's the thing that the documentary showed really well is him being in his element, not the fame element, the element of him being as a, a person like yeah. at his home with his friends, the tour bus, at his condo, which is still kind of weird. He's 21. He has a condo in Toronto. Yeah. Brilliant view. Lives in front of the Roger Center and then he sells out the Roger Center. That's the dream. That is goals. That's that's what me and my friends like talk about. That's what we joke about yeah. all the time. And like when me, Kendrick and I are playing guitar or like singing and we're like, thank you, Madison Square Garden or thank you, Roger Center. Like we do that as a joke, but he takes that and actually yeah. goes out and does it. I think that's so inspiring, especially for someone seeing that meteoric rise from yeah. the 450,000 views on YouTube to now like 1.9 billion or one point. Six billion for Senorita. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. He's like four billion songs, billion streamed songs on Spotify. He's the eleventh pop, most popular artist on Spotify. I and he more success to him, man. Like yeah. I, I really appreciate because he's that. making some really good music. Yeah, this is not yeah, just yeah, because yeah. he looks good or he has nice hair. He the the thing is, okay. So the, here's the argument versus talent. Argument about talent versus hard work, right? Mm-hmm. So he's talented. He has the looks. He has the height. He has the voice. Mm-hmm. But that would take him. X amount of lengths far. Yeah, he puts in the hard work. He learns like the chords that he was playing in his documentary. Those were jazz chords. Yeah, those were seventh chords. Those were ninth chords. That those those weren't the simple four chords that every single pop song is written by. Yeah, and you can hear that in Wonder when you hear that lead single. You're like, this sounds fresh, mm-hmm. but it kind of sounds retro yeah. at the same time because he's advancing. He's growing as an artist, and I I love that. Yeah. That's I I agree with that and I think he mentioned that as well like he has put in the hard work like yeah. he used to practice the guitar for hours and hours every day until his like fingers would literally bleed and you have to do that like am I jealous that he has a signed John Mayer guitar hundred yeah, <laughs> percent would I want it one million percent like I would die for that guitar but speaking, he deserved it speaking of John Mayer uh, one of my dear friends Uzair he was very lucky enough to see oh. uh, the John Mayer show at the Budweiser stage in no it was the Air Canada Center. Are you sure? Hundred percent sure. Okay, I 20, would, 2017 Air Canada Center, because uh, it was April. Okay, there was no way the Budweiser okay. State was open. It was at the ACC, and then uh, uh, John Mayer pulls up Sean Mayer on the stage, and yeah. they perform. They you perform. Said Sean Mayer. I said Sean. Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Freudian slip. Collab whatever. coming. Collab coming soon. Collab coming soon. Yeah. So yeah, they they perform Mercy and uh, In Your Atmosphere. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. What can be better than that? Beautiful. I love right. that combination. And uh, even John Mayer goes out and says like, Sean Mendez is everything that John Mayer is, but without the bad stuff. Yeah. Like he looks at Mayer's life and he's like, okay, I don't want to do that. He looks at Bieber's life. He's like, okay, I don't want to do that. I think he looks at Ed Sheeran's life and he's like, you know what? I think I want something like that. Yeah. Which is calm. Uh, grounded love mm-hmm. that he has it from his partner and then he can go out and be a rock star and be amazing at whatever he's doing. Yeah. Um, I truly appreciate that because that shows that reflects in his music. Mm-hmm. The honesty and and just the 
groundedness. I think that's one of the best parts about it, about his music, and that's starting since his first album. Yeah, how honest he is in his lyrics. Um, yeah, like if you hear "In Your Blood," right? That's he talks a lot about his anxiety and, and whatever he's going through. Um, and the thing is, he's, he doesn't he doesn't shy away from wearing his inspirations on his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Like "Ruin" is a gravity. All right, I love that. Song. "In Your Blood" is you somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? There's so many. Ruin is also a little bit of Dear John, which is ironic. But like, it's just like, a lot of his inspirations are just right there. Yeah. Like, a lot of his acoustic numbers are like Ed Sheeran esque. Mm-hmm. A lot of his like it, retro introspective songs are very John Mayerish. Like, he doesn't shy away from being like, this is, these are my inspirations. I'm going to try and be like them. That's why I'm so excited to see what his fourth album entails because I saw his playlist. Yeah. And it has like, Frank Valley and Mayor and Prince Prince and Oasis, Beatles. Beatles. I'm like, what is this album gonna be if yeah. those are the things that you were drawing from? Kanye West, but I'm like, okay, sure. But you know, like all of these mixtures I hope turns into something that I will listen to on repeat, yeah, over and over again. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um and um I think something that, you know, made me kind of sad while watching the documentary was like how much he's trying to like push himself push himself to the limits. Yeah. Uh while he was on his world tour and then he kind of like damaged his vocal cords. Oh, that was sad. That was so sad. That was so sad. That just shows like how how delicate everything is. And the thing is they built it up really well as well. Yeah. Like they built up the whole um I think it was a was Argentina show was it? It was in Portugal. Portugal show. Okay. Brazil? So I don't know. It was one of those Latin mm-hmm. countries. Brazil, I think. They built Sao Paulo, yeah. They built it up, right? The, the documentary starts with that. They built the entire documentary to that po- moment just to pull him back. Yeah. And be like, he can't do it. He just, he just can't do yeah. it. And they, we, I saw, I remember seeing that post on Instagram. I was like, okay, whatever. You know, shows get canceled all the time. Coldplay did it. Yeah. In Chicago. And that's fine. But then seeing the BTS, the behind the scenes of it, it was just devastating. I'm like, this yeah. is what goes into like that's so much pressure. The show, the doors are about to open in 45 minutes. You have to make the call. Yeah, if you want to disappoint 60,000 people mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, and it's just it's a matter of if you go on stage, you do this night, but then you're not able to do the next seven nights. And yeah, and and even the effects that that's gonna have on his voice in the long run. Yeah, um, I mean, we've all seen what happened with John Muir, like yeah. when he had his vocal issues. Yeah, um, he just had to, he never even toured Born and Raised. That's yeah. an album he never toured, and which is arguably one of his best albums. Yeah, didn't tour, didn't tour it. So I think you know that he should definitely learn from that, and I think he has been. Um, and it's just you know it's great to see success. It's great to see where he's been. Yeah, um, you know it just gives us us hope. Like we yeah. start start this in our room. Like this is my room. Yeah, this light is the only professional thing, and these mics are the only professional thing in this room. Yeah, we are literally noobs at this, mm-hmm. and so was he. Yeah. and he started just like us. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could, at least our setup is better than Joe Rogan's. That's all I'm saying, right? <laughs> we're, if we're already ahead of Joe Rogan in that regard. Yeah. It's just a matter of time until we reach that astronomical fame yeah. or astronomical heights of success. And it's just inspiring to me in that way. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think I definitely agree. That's definitely something that's like, it does give you that inspiration. Yeah. And I know like a lot of people from my high school, like people who I went to school with, yeah. they're starting like different things as well. Yeah. And, and like, I love to see that. I love to see people great doing to see it. Yeah. Like straying away from the nine to five and be like, you know what? I like X, Y, Z. I'm going to go pursue it. Yeah. I love seeing that because, you know, okay. Not everybody is allowed or it's going to be the next Sean Mendez. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can be as close to that as possible by being you. Yeah. And Mendez showed that by being, by saying upfront to you, like, no, I'm not going to be the next Bieber, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be something different, unique. Yeah. going to be me. And I love that. It's just, 
How Ooh. does how does this documentary hold up to the other music documentaries that you've seen? Coldplay's Eiffel of Dreams, Oasis Supersonic. I don't know if you've seen the Taylor Swift one, but that was pretty good too. I have not. Um, but I think this one rates like it's pretty high up there yeah. in in my top list because I think it has to do with a lot of the, the personal the personal ability with it, like yeah. and how much I can relate to to what it yeah. is. Plus, we know the kid; he grew up with us. We yeah. saw the ra- the rise of it. But if you wanted to be objective, mm-hmm. would you recommend this to people? I would definitely I, recommend this because yeah. I have recommended to friends and they loved it. Yeah, uh, I mean, like if you've if you're from Canada, if you're from like Toronto, Pickering, definitely watch. This, Check it right? out. Yeah. Check it There's out. There's so many references of Toronto and a Canada. lot of references. Um, and <laughs> I, I think I'll watch it again. Right? Yeah, I think so too. I showed it to my dad like a few scenes, and mm-hmm. he was into it. He was like, "Yo, that's this kid. I remember this kid." Um, I remember when he was pa- in graduation when when they announced like what everybody's gonna do in the next in the future, right? So he already like people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna be a doctor. I'm gonna be a nurse. I'm gonna be an electric engineer." And his announcement was, you know, Sean Mendes is going to go pursue his passion for music. And there and was like he, a loud applause. And everything he had already like begun his journey way before yeah, that. So. Yeah. And I love to see that. I love to see that. I love to hear that. More success to him. Yeah, man. What's the final thoughts? What are you What are you thinking? Sean Mendes? I'm looking forward to his new album. Honestly, he there was like a few snippets of uh, a few of his songs on, yep. in the documentary. Um, they sound very catchy. Uh, sound very honest as well. Yeah, the the writing style was very different, mm-hmm. less poppy, more introspective. Yeah, like something like Born and Raised meets folklore meets like, you know, ghost stories. Yeah, type thing. And and Sean is not really he's not hesitant to experiment. Yes, and try out new things. Yeah. Um, and I think that's partly because he already has an audience. People yeah. are very open to listen to whatever kind of music that he releases. Yeah. And I, so. I, every time he releases a new project, I'm always excited to see where it's heading because it's always a step further into betterness. Like yeah. it's not always it's not going back. Like he's not backtracking mm-hmm. on something. He's always moving forward, and that's the sign of a great artist. Like you take out if you take someone's discography, like if you take Coldplay's discography, they started with Parachutes, they ended with. A high flow of dreams or everyday life, right? There's a whole arc there that you can see the ups and downs. That's mm. how it is. That's how it should be. Like if you t- if you're just homogenous, then you're just of that time. Yeah. And I love that he's experimenting and he's moving on and taking chances. And I hope. And yeah, I think even the best. Um, like he acknowledges that the fact as well that these are his prime years. Yeah. And like um, an athlete, I can only see himself like him, you know, propelling. Yeah. In 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 the industry. So when is he? When is he going to come on the pod? Soon enough. People want to know. Soon enough. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's coming on the pod. We're, we're manifesting it into our future. We're yeah. going to make it happen. Panish Puma's all on one table. Is he going to be here? Is he going to come in studio? I, I'm not sure. But we can we can get him on, on Zoom. Let's aim for him coming in studio. and then Yes, like whenever he's in Pickering, Sean, whenever you're in Pickering, hit us up, man. Yeah. You know where we are. We love like 10 minutes away from you. <laughs> Literally. And... With that note, with that positive note of success and awesomeness and inspiration, this is another Sayed signing off. Check us out on all the social medias, YouTube, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. You can also stream this on audio platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Google Podcasts, all um, that good stuff. Buzzsprout. And that's, all, that's everything for me, man. Yeah, me too, man. Um, nice, nice setup. I like it. Same here. Um... This is ABS out. This is not a sale out and we will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.